Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest, the greatest edition of Nick's Nonfiction. Nick Muniz here, breaking Maurice Maeterlick's The Life of the Bee. Bees have achieved the orderly society that humans wish we could. Today, we're getting humbled by the bumble. Maybe we talk carpenter bees, some hornet action, even Queen Bee Beyonce. Beekeeper Maurice details such topics as the mathematical accuracy in constructing the hive. Sacred geometry. How do these bees know how to do it? The division of labor amongst community members. Bees are communist. The life of the young queen and her miraculous nuptial flight. The movement and meaning of the swarm. We're talking about hive mind today. What's a hornet's favorite band? The Bee Gees. <laughs> What group of bees maintains the hierarchy of the hive? Mm, the wasps! <laughs> Let's all take a moment here to let this beat rock. I'm finding organic sound cloud to ear honey to farm beats. Did you know honey is the best apocalypse food? It never goes bad. It contains vitamins and minerals, all necessary for sustaining life. I'm Pooh Bear out here. I got gallons of honey at my house. I'm going to spurg out on the facts today. Maurice is this French novelist, so I've got all of his artsy-fartsy quotes we're going to rip apart. I'm ready to go with these facts, bro. Solitary bees live in the ground while honeybees live in hives. <laughs> Did you know? Bees can be independent. <laughs> Did you know? Bees actually have four wings, and they hook the larger wings on the outside. What happens if they lose one of the wings? Jerry, I lost a wing! B-movie we're going to talk about today. This other fact, bro, I was looking into beetles. Some of them don't even have wings. They found out a way to vibrate their body so that they levitate. Physics, you got some splaining to do. Did you know bees have a brain the size of a poppy seed? That's bigger than most humans. <laughs> if you ever find a girl that's really into bees, she's a keeper. What do bees say when they get back to the hive? Honey, I'm comb. <laughs> One for the boomers. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back. About the author Maurice Maeterlinck. Maurice Polydor Bernal Maeterlinck was born in 1826 and died in 1949, also known as Count Maurice. Yo, I want to be a count. One, two, three. <laughs> he was a Belgian playwright, a poet, an essayist, and he was Flemish at birth but wrote in French. Well, which is he, Wikipedia? Maurice Maeterlinck. He lived his whole life in France. 1911 won the Nobel Prize in Literature. Main themes in his work, death and the meaning of life. And I put value in these shows. I'm going to debunk chaos theory today. He wrote a bunch of plays, none of which I've ever heard of. What do you call a scientist who works with bacteria? A man of culture. <laughs> what do you call a bee? That is not welcome to the hive. Hepatitis B. <laughs> the Tucker Carlson joke cadence? That's a bomb. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with the show. Chapter 1, The Life of the Bee. Bee Backstory. Maurice's French surrender attitude is showing through in the first sentence. 
It is not my intention to write a treatise on apiculture or a practical beekeeping book. Excellent works on the kind abound in all civilized countries, and it were useless to attempt another. Useless! <laughs> what is life but to drink wine and eat honey? I agree with him, though. You gotta pick up a textbook. I'm not here to explain how to start your own permaculture. Quote, I shall pass over in silence the hoary traditions in the country and many books still constitute the legend of the hive. Olmec's legend of the hidden hive. Legend of the hidden temple, anyone? He starts off talking about how every society loves honey. Aristotle, Cato, Varro, Pliny, Clumella, Palladius all studied the bees. To say nothing of Aristomachus, who according to Cicero watched them for 58 years. The real history of the bee begins in the 17th century with the discoveries of the great Dutch savant Swammerman. <laughs> I'm pissed off. He goes, it starts in the 17th century. Homie, you just said in 300 BC Aristotle was eating honey. So he's going, we were the first to dissect bees in my part of France. Sure, buddy. It's like um, if you read into the history of who invented the microscope, nobody knows. All you have to do is turn a telescope around, and everybody's claiming fame. He goes into, which we'll de dive deeper on, this guy, Ramor, he claims to have invented the microscope. And so he's going, yeah, and I used it to sex bees. You were sexing bees, giggity, for all you feminist suits out there. Did you know male bees explode after sex because pussy is so good? <laughs> Fucking, that's a lie. According to Quora, male honeybees are able to mate seven to ten times. Well, their nutsack explodes because pussy makes them come so Sure. Then came Ramur, who put, like, one person watched a bee die after having sex, and that became the story. <laughs> Quote, Then became Ramur, who, pursuing similar methods, made a vast number of curious experiments and researches in his gardens in Charenton. I respect it, bro. He's going, I'm not making a textbook, but still he's going through the history he knows of the bee. Are you going to remember this? No. <laughs> he fully appreciated the marvelous architecture of the hive, and what he said on the subject has never been better said. It is to him to that we owe the idea of the glass hive, which having since been perfected enabled us to follow the entire private life of these fierce insects, whose work begun in the dazzling sunshine receives crown in the darkness. Okay, Frenchie. That's pretty dope, though. This guy, Romare, invented the glass beehive. And everybody had that weird friend growing up who had an ant farm. <laughs> what the hell were you doing? <laughs> 1750. He's saying the engineers cracked the code. German clergyman Desir Dion discovered Parthenogesis. The virginal pertinual of the queen. He took the queen out of the hive and had sex with it. <laughs> he was able to find bee cum, and he impregnated the bee with it. This is pretty historic. It's, uh, oh, the first clone was in 1980, Dolly. Dudes are kind of smart out here. We've been jizzing on bees since 1750. <laughs> and, you know, he's going, in 1750, this is when it became... Mainstream, you commercialized it, my dude, and then you started selling honey so everybody remembers you. But apparently Aristotle, all these guys, loved it to be.
What's it like living in the hive of New York? Crazy B. <laughs> More Frenchy quotes. I got a personal life hack for you. If you ever feel like you're falling asleep, you need Burt's Bees. It's that lip balm. I think it's just the beeswax. If you put it on your eyelids, they start to tingle a little bit and you will never be able to fall asleep. I did this at Leadership Lab 4 a.m. in college. I still do it if you're hungover, bro. The bee's knees right there. Burt's bees. Maybe I've convinced someone to put it on their pussy lips and it makes them tingle. Boys, put it on your lids. Girls, put it on your lips. Nick's nonfiction fact. Burt's bees. Quote, several years later, Major Hrushka invented the honey extractor, which enables the honey to be withdrawn by centrifugal force without breaking the combs. And thus, in a few years, the methods of apiculture underwent a radical change. German factories, I think, are the closest thing we have to beehives. Das Auto. The orderliness is wild, he keeps talking about. And yeah, they got their own history over in Flance, Flance, about Eli Whitney and the cotton gin. It's Major Dehershka and the honey extractor. Quote, he will fix five or six times the bees' fruit from their labor without harming them, without their becoming discouraged to ever impoverish. The drones don't know. They'll work for nothing, man. <laughs> There's like chicks saying out here, I'm a queen bee. I deserve to run a hive. Another fempowerment quote. Did you know? The entire working class is females. <laughs> the males are the drones, the ones that fly around and look for shit. The women are supposed to be at home peeling potatoes. But like people don't even know there's such thing as ground nesting bees. People just assume, yeah, we're like bees. We all need to be in the hive at once. A lot of misconceptions here. We're going fast. Quote, John Lubbock is the next guy. He composed 12 domes of straw, some of which he had painted a bright pink, some clear yellow, some a tender blue. What he found out is bees really like blue. New studies are being done. I looked this up where if you feed bees blue, they'll create blue honey. That's wild. Remember the purple ketchup? Blue honey. <laughs> ants if you watch some of those videos they hold water in their ass so there are guys that are feeding ants colored water it's like the milk jug challenge me and my boys in high school <laughs> we got a bunch of color food dye dyed a gallon of milk went to a lake and then puked our guts out it's impossible to chug a gallon of milk i challenge you i got laid from a bug exhibit this is where my passion comes from you guys think i'm totally just this is relatable, man. <laughs> I was in, in Montreal staying in a hostel. It was this French girl. And it's like by the old Olympic Expo. It's a really cool area. Anyway, at their botanical garden, Montreal, is an ant farm. It's huge. Holy shit, they were making bridges with their bodies. <laughs> Wild. Like, you've seen the ants will form together and float like a boat. Savage, bro. Go to Montreal. That's the way to get laid on a date. You got to kind of scare each other. I made that girl's skin crawl. <laughs> Chase a girl through a corn maze with a chainsaw. Fear is sexy. Yeah, French girl living in a hostel. I'm evil. 
what is the end of this chapter the glass hive researchers they're going the bees don't care about the size of their cell we can make it as small as possible yeah they just care about being kicked out of the hive they'll live in the shittiest conditions as possible as long as you don't kick me out we're going to talk about it gets political quote the bee is above all and even to a greater extent than the ant a creature of the crowd she can live only in the midst of the multitude the multiverse of bee madness chapter two the swarm workers live on average 30 days the queen lives for 200 days she is not its queen in the sense in which men use the word she issues no orders she obeys as meekly as the humblest of her subjects the massed power sovereignly wise that for the present till we attempt to locate it we will term the spirit of the hive yo <laughs> he's saying the queen acts as subservient as everyone else it's pretty wild where you look at britain and their queen <laughs> Damn, I really should have prepped more. I haven't even been thinking about Queen Elizabeth. The Queen Bee is dead. Is there going to be a hot new princess? I don't know how any of that works. <laughs> I have so many fire princess Diana memes. Need to read a book on that. Quote, unpredictable behavior and systems are governed by deterministic laws. This is when he starts going into chaos theory. So I cannot be entertaining this too much. I don't want to lead people astray. French people love chaos. A little riot here and there. Riots? Like, before I want to die, I want to go to a Parisian riot. Let's go! Chaos theory. Dumbest philosophy. Unpredictable behavior in systems are governed by deterministic laws. So, unpredictable things are governed by laws. <laughs> it's... No, they're not. So they're saying randomness is predetermined. Isn't that what randomness is? It's not predetermined. See, it's just a new way to see the world. That If you fall for this permanently, it's some French oxymoronic bullshit. Nevertheless, I want to riot with them. I'm not here to destroy your thoughts. I'm just saying it's not going to make you any better. Chaos theory, it's an attempt at non-dualism. Like... We're trying to link everybody, every theory is trying to link back to the oneness. They're going, well, randomness is planned out. Okay, so you believe in God. This isn't chaos. I'm talking too fast. It's too confusing. I just terminated this entire ideology. Moving on! There's nothing to know. <laughs> Quote, the spirit of the hive is step by step, like an alert and quick-witted slave who is able to derive advantage even from his master's most dangerous orders. The spirit of the hive is slavery. <laughs> his master's orders. Now he, this guy's philosophy doesn't even add up. He just said the queen is as subservient as everyone else. I'm trying to talk about oneness and true non-duality. Humans have this pesky thing called a brain. The prefrontal cortex, cortex, it makes you think you're an individual, which you are. But our brains are a little bit bigger than a poppy seed. <laughs> Until we're fully lobotomized by technology and nobody's fucking thinking, hive mind cannot fully take over everyone. Bro, I'm impenetrable. My mind is a fortress. That propaganda is never going to work on me my entire life. 
It's called a hive mind for a reason, bro. You're either with us or against us. Zero intricacy in ideas. Fuck, man. He followed this up. Pretty big quote. The spirit regulates day by the day the number of births and contrives that these shall strictly accord with the number of flowers and then brighten the countryside. That's what I tried to say in the intro. How do they know what they're doing? <laughs> how do the bees know how many bee children to have? Nature figures it out, bro. Chaos theory? Get back to nature. The further you get away, the more everything sucks. <laughs> I don't know, man. Quote, the immense palace of wax. We're smoking shatter out here, dude. Wax. It has 120,000 well-arranged overflowing hive compartments. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm butchering it. He's in his backyard. They found out that you could minimize the size of the bees' apartment, and now they made it so 100,000 bees are living in one hive. <laughs> this is society, man. The cells are overflowing. Um, he found out in the smaller hives that they make this thing called bee flour, and they turn it into bee bread, and it's what all the babies eat, limps and larvae, larva. Some wild facts in here. If you're into bees, I'd suggest the book. The average hive has 80,000 bees, and it's mostly the female workers. Like that whole bee movie, everybody wants to be the male. I see lesbian chicks in the gym. You want my muscle. <laughs> I don't know, man. These are laws of nature out here. <laughs> Quote, In the sleeping city, there remain the males, from whose ranks the royal lover shall come. And some thousands of workers continue to forage abroad to guard the accumulated treasure and preserve the moral traditions of the hive. Okay, Maurice. Care to enlighten us on bee morals? The fuck is this guy? Morals of the bees? It's nature. <laughs> In my own research, bumblebees have dance moves. They call it the waggle dance. They shake that big old hairy ass. That's the only way they know how to communicate, apparently. That's what science is telling us. I think it's funny. Every animal's out here dancing. <laughs> the biggest worker bee in your um, office, that's the guy who's probably allergic to pollen. <laughs> and that's the guy who will never dance. <laughs> I don't know. Bees, they communicate with dance. Fucking shake that ass, bro. We communicate with work. That's the comparison that I'm going to draw. We don't dance anymore. Literally, in the office place, it's, are you buzzing as hard as me right now? <laughs> oh, you're not? You're a lazy hobo. You're one of them. You're not part of the hive. I don't know. Bee dance moves are more funny. What if bees threw a concert, bee slipknot, and they got into a mosh pit? <laughs> they have knives coming out of their ass. What, they have to sheath their stingers? The only time it's okay to succumb to groupthink is during EDM, when you're on the dance floor, baby, deep house. The renaissance is now. What are we talking about? Bee monarchies? It's happening. Go dance. <laughs> Chapter 3, The Life of Bees. He says, meeting a bee is like taking a woman on a date. A bee shall just have discovered a few drops of honey on your windowsill or the corner of your table. She will immediately gorge herself with it. <laughs> you ever take a lady out on a date? Jeez, are you homeless? The way they scarf it down. Bumble. Oh, man, Bumble. 
<laughs> it's basically a free food app. <laughs> Why are we doing food drives? Yeah, he's going, girls are bees. And so my comedic take on this, honey is money, baby. If you got the honey, they're going to flock. Like, I'm... Even at the gym, there are guys asking me shit like... Dude, girls don't like tall, hot guys. They like money. <laughs> no cap. Humanity does make sense when you think about it like bees. Everyone's trying to stash their honey. <laughs> That's why communism is a good thing, right? Because the worker bees don't get to keep it. I don't know. Bees don't have retirement. <laughs> and on the real, in China, you get to retire at 55. <laughs> Fuck. I'm going to move to China to get 20 years of my life back. Well, the, there's the drones over there. They run the ideology of honor. So those guys work until they drop anyway because they convince themselves that's noble. The life of the bee, it's all they know. <laughs> it's like the flowers are brighter for some bees than others. And at the end of the fall, everybody dies anyway. <laughs> Quote, I'm becoming a fucking French poet, too, by exposing myself to this. Maurice is on Bumble. Then I went to a glass hive that was close to the house. I took an Italian bee. Oh, I'm flying here! An Italian bee? I brought her to my study, set her on my comb. Bow, chicka, wow, wow. Marked her while she was feeding. It's getting steamy in here. When satisfied, she flew away and returned to the hive. <laughs> I followed, saw her pass over the surface of the crowd, plunge her head into the empty cell, disgorge her honey, and prepare to set forth again. It's every girl after you hook up, they go and disgorge the facts to their gal pals, and then go looking for more honey. <laughs> Maybe honey's come. And accurately, in this description, the slutty bee, she marked his area. And she was like, none other bees go and talk to this guy. I already took all of his honey. Yo, chicks are evil. <laughs> it's nature. It's, that's the fake femme empowerment thing, bro. Only the queen is the female. Lies. <laughs> the chicks do all the work. Fucking, yo, we gotta use our muscle. Bring back domestic abuse? Maurice isn't done with the bee here. He wants round two. The experiment was insufficient. Circumstances prevented me from carrying it further. I released the newly baited bees, and my study soon was besieged by the buzzing crowd to whom they had taught the weight of the treasure. Fuck me, dude. <laughs> He's going at the end. The female is the only one the queen can produce the eggs, and then the guys have to go nut on the eggs. And then if the queen bee dies... Then they select a new younger larva, and they feed it the royal jelly, some special food they keep in the back of the hive. That's pretty sick. It develops into a fertile queen. Yas! Queen. Did you see the broad city girl? She had to apologize to Twitter because she said, yes, queen. Oh, that's insensitive. People lived under monarchy. <laughs> Stop it. You're being exploited, too. Yeah, Broad City. That's a queen and a half. Only the good bees die young. Chapter 4. The final one, Hive Hierarchy. Quote, It must be remembered that the honeybee colony 
is an interdependent superorganism. This means that in order to ensure its success as well as productive queen, there must be an appropriate number of workers and drones to perform the various functions of the hive. This is why I don't want to perpetrate the analogy too much here, doing an hour of bee talk. <laughs> the human species is not interdependent. We have the choice to hive up or hole up. Seriously, ground nesting versus hive. We are like bees. We're not like honeybee hives. We're like the entire species. Globalist scumbags. I'm going off the rails at the end. Fuck it. The aristocrat bees in our society, they want to be able to control us with one release of pheromones. Like the queen can. That's the media. That's 5G. That's you losing your bodily autonomy. They are perfecting their hormones. Like, the bigger comparison I'm trying to make here is imagine you're living in a beehive and then you find out that the queen bee and all of her little manlets have their own hive. So if a nuke comes, oh no, we're still in bee world, if a frisbee in the park comes and hits the hive, the queen is going to fly over to her other hive and start a new one. You'd be pretty pissed. You'd probably want to stop giving your honey to the queen. The point is, I don't want to be part of a hive where the ruling class has their own separate hive. <laughs> and, you know, offshore accounts, fucking secret bunkers. They don't give a fuck about us. The drones, they're building their own drones. Literally, fucking robots are to replace you and I. Let's fucking buzz up now before it's too late. Fuck their pheromones, bro. The only thing you need is Nick's nonfiction and EDM. You control your mood. These motherfuckers just scare you. Give us your honey. We need to save it. <laughs> like, the artists make the best pheromones. The way to get people moving in any way. And in periods of history, <laughs> when the monarchy becomes obviously going to win, the artists switch teams. It's like Michelangelo building for the Vatican. So, uh, start spreading the show or I'm gonna switch teams. Just fucking kidding. I see why philosophers love bees so much at the end of the book here. Why do bees become indecisive after April? They become May bees. <laughs> It's a really good way to see the world through. Read a bee book. Quote, Whom does the queen obey? She is ruled by nourishment given her, for she does not take her own food. Whom does the queen obey? Who the nourishment comes from? It's so meta. We do all the work. We make all the food. They need us, bro. We're the people. <laughs> Maurice shot his chaos theory in the foot here at the end of the book. I thought everything was in perfect balance to the spirit of man and nature. Now he's saying that nature is everyone's internal greed. He went Hobbesian at the end. It's just super inconsistent. If you do read this book, don't take his philosophy to heart. Like, all I'm saying today is let's collect the pollen while the flowers are in bloom. <laughs> Sharpen your stingers, man. It's not going to happen without a fight. Quote, before the bewilderment, and the parasites are able to realize that the happy laws of the city have crumbled, dragging down the most inconceivable fashion their own plentiful destiny. 
each one is assailed by three or four envoys of justice. And these vigorously produce to cut off his wings, saw through the pedial that connects the abdomen with the thorax. Ooh, are you listening, Bill Gates? Seeking an opening between the rings of his curious, through which they pass their sword, their stingers. The wings of the wretched creature are torn, the antenna bitten, segments of their legs wrenched off. Feed them! Be freedom. <laughs> Maurice is ending his book with a French riot, baby. Let's buzz up and sting. And this is satire. <laughs> One way to be sovereignty, and that's to destroy the parasites on our path. We got this. Power to the people. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the life of the bee. Let me know what you think. Pretty good one. Pretty silly. Lots of facts in there. Thank you guys for being here for learning. Thinking ideas. I think that's a better way to comprehend the world rather than in facts. So yeah, that's why the shows are the way they are. And it's better than ever. I don't care about your perception. I know. Because I fucking still do this every week. And I love it. I love that you guys are here. Seriously. Next week we got a random edition. It's going to be a good one. We'll probably get really big picture with it. Because the year is ending. Patreon.com slash the niche. Instagram. Harry Schwant. Let's get a random soundboard effect to end it. That's me. <laughs> Once I get the honey, I'll never talk again. This is my life, baby. Love you guys. I'll be in here until the day my bee testicles explode. Love you. Nick Munez, signing off. Peace. <laughs>